Hey, what's up, folks? It's Chris here with uh, Sticky Cabana's uh, blog slash podcast. This is uh, season one, episode two. Um, so throughout this, uh, I've talked to everybody, you know, we're going to be doing uh, interviews with individuals that performed at the Cabana this year. Uh, so today with me, I have Nick with Always Out of It. So Nick, if you don't mind, you know, tell the viewers out there a little bit about you and what you do and everything like that. How's it going, everyone? I, uh, do some solo music. I guess you'd call it probably indie emo, is what I call it anyways. Uh, play guitar. Throw a little bit of keys in the recordings. <laughs> Pretty much it, huh? <laughs> I mean, I you do some loops, you know. Um, yeah. So. Right on. Yeah, and we'll be hearing a little bit of that here in a little bit. Um, I'm going to have Nick perform a couple songs for us. But, uh, yeah. So, Nick, uh, you, you played out there at the Cabana this year. Yep. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about your experiences out there? Oh, let's see. I played out there three times, I think. I think so. Uh, I, think I think three so. times. Um Honestly, I, I didn't really know what to expect at first. <laughs> I can imagine. You know, I was like, all right, it's in some dude's backyard, yep. it looks like. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. And uh, I went out there, I'm like, this place is really cool. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really, you know, I mean, who puts a stage in their backyard? Yeah. Um, so. Me. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Man. Yeah, me. I thought it was pretty awesome. Uh, my friends were pretty impressed, too. Like, yeah. the whole bar setup and, and the stage. Uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I enjoyed playing there. I think everyone was really supportive of, of music in general yeah, there. I agree. Which is really nice. That was um, the main goal was the, the local. Yeah, it, it's a welcoming feel, yeah. I think. You know, and it, and it feels very Missouri. Yeah, it does. Um, it does. <laughs> it's very middle of the country. It absolutely um, is. I liked it. It, it is. Yeah, and you, uh, you performed... Uh, so you came out the first time and you played and you, and you played with a, a group of people, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the second time, uh, let's see, was it was that the uh, benefit? Or no, um, it may not have been. I think it might have been because then we played with Ruby Lane yeah. the third time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was great. That was great Thursday night show too. Yeah, that turned into a pretty good size show. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. But that benefit, that was really cool. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, that was definitely the biggest show I played at Sticky's yeah, this yeah. year. It was probably like yeah. thirty people when I played. Yeah, just for um, your set and then yeah. you know, there was what, four bands that performed that day or four yeah. four groups total that performed that day. That was really cool. That was uh, for that veterans benefit. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. So we're asking everybody everything. Um is there anything that you saw out there that could be improved? Ooh, um <laughs> I know. Mm, man, that's a big ask, but cushions on seats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a big ask. But yeah. we, you know, and I thought about that. I did. I thought about the cushions on the seats, but then it's like, man, when it rains. Oh yeah, yeah you're gonna ruin them. You're gonna ruin them. That's why. Yeah. That's why it's yeah. not practical. No, no, but, but I agree with you. That honestly, though, you don't yeah. need seats at a at no. a concert venue. People should be standing anyway. No, yeah. yeah, by all means, <laughs> by all means, you look forward to. Are you interested in possibly coming back this year? Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll be playing a show or two there. Hopefully, that'll work for us for sure on that. Um, so you know. Last year, with it being 2021, that you that we had this this happening and everything, we started May of 2021, um, so we missed out on 2020. How, as you as a performing artist, did uh, the big C affect you? Um, I mean it it kind of sucked when it first hit. I wasn't playing solo too much at the time. Uh, I was I was in the band Carrier Pigeon mm -hmm. that I had formed, um, but it, you know we were trying to play shows and then all of a sudden it hit and it was like. How are we going to get around it? How are we going to play shows? Um, so I think we only really played like one show during, during you know, the height of, of uh, 
the end times. Is that um, about it? That y'all got to play. I before? think so. We we did it yeah. on our front porch, so it was you know spaced out and stuff. Um, yeah. And it was a fun show. We probably brought out like forty or fifty people mm, yeah. into the street and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I mean it. It was kind of like, what do you do? You know. So I focused yeah. a lot on writing music. Yeah. I got a lot of my solo songs written and got those started. Uh, but really, like trying to switch to the creative side rather than the live music side um, was really the only way to get through it. Yeah. I, t- I talked to several, and they said that they did a lot of writing. Um, you know, a lot of writing, a lot of uh, just honing their skills, basically. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, though, it's, it, it's kind of tough to write at, during this time because it's like you aren't really getting out and doing too much. No. Um, like, no. life is kind of on pause, <laughs> and it's hard to write songs when you are not living life. Yeah. I don't know whose quote it was. But somebody once said, it's like, to be a great songwriter, you have to live a great life. Um, I don't know if that's entirely true. I think to be a dramatic songwriter, you have to live a dramatic life, at least. I could see um, that. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like, I'm not, I'm just sitting at home, I'm playing video games all day, I'm I'm trying to stay safe. And so what am I going to write about? Like, I won won a few rounds of Call of Duty, nobody wants to hear that in a song. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Why not? (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) So... Well, how it soon? Makes it tough. How soon in 2021 will you be able to get out and play again? Um, let's see. Uh, I kind of started playing in the s- springtime summer. Spring we summer. we kind of started with um a pop up concert that I put together on the business loop. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the pop up park, but it's it's I a th- I have, pretty yeah. cool place to play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was with I think the Lemon Settlement and uh, my buddy Forrest and Tyler yeah. and and Will and they all played. Um. That was a good show. Um, but yeah, that was probably in like March or April, maybe. Okay. Um, and that was outdoors. But yeah, then I started playing some outdoor gigs and I, I played like, then it started kind of getting indoors at the yeah. end of summer. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed the transition big time. It's uh, <clears throat> not not just musicians, but venues that are trying to transition a little more outdoorsy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, it's safer, so yeah. it's a good idea. I like being outdoors to play yeah. a show too. Yeah. It's nice. Um, yeah. But I mean, then the winter rolls around. But I mean, you know, good thing they rolled out vaccines and stuff, so yeah. you know, people can feel more comfortable. Yeah. Um. So doing what they do, you know, just go out and play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's kind of opened it up a little bit. I've I've definitely been to more concerts recently. I can imagine. Um, and you know, been able to play more. Like, I mean, I just played last night, yeah. played Tuesday at the dive bar. Well, that that's um, a good spot to play. Yeah, right there for sure. They're yeah. they're pretty big supporters as well. Yeah, know? it's a fun place to play. Um, the crowd was great. So, yeah. do you have any other shows coming up here this winter? Here, um, not yet, not yet. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really been focusing on getting too many shows right now. I'm kind of working on my album that I've been recording. Yeah, um, yeah. So kind of get that. How many done. songs are you gonna have on that? Uh, right now I think I have, I think it's 11 songs. It's a pretty good size. Um, yeah. two, two are recorded. Um, uh, well, technically four are recorded, but two I'm going to re-record, so only two are recorded right now. Um, so there's cool. a lot of work to do. Yeah, but for sure, for sure. Yeah, I, I have like another song or two in the pipeline too that I may or may not finish before the recording's done, so we'll see. Yeah, definitely sounds like a good time, Eric. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. I'm hoping to get it out probably like in maybe like February or March of next year. That'd be nice. Um, we'll see. That'd be nice. So with you uh, coming to the cabana and stuff, uh, uh, did you ever try any of the moonshine? I did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> yeah. So that, 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 that alone has been a big uh, topic, uh, you know, with everybody was the moonshine. And, you know, where do you find a, a venue that serves 
moonshine, you know, yeah. and stuff. And, you know, I can give a little backstory on that. I've been making moonshine for 20 plus years. Um, and, uh, got a couple stills set up, undisclosed locations. You know? <laughs> yeah. Lots of different flavors that we're working with. Um, trying some new stuff, um, this year. The, this year, the big hit was the watermelon. Yeah, I had that one. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the only one I had, probably. Um, yeah. You know, I don't drink too much moonshine. No, no, no. My playing gets a little sloppy. Everybody uh, says the same thing. You know? It's like they're slurring. They start slurring their words. Yeah, people like to hear my lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure on that. So, uh, you mind telling us a little bit about what you bring with you to like shows and stuff? Yeah, um, you can kind of basically see it behind us mm -hmm. and in my feed. I'll pull that up in a second for the camera. Um, we'll start with my guitar. This is my Thin Line Telly. Um, I'm a I'm a sad emo boy, so of course I have a Telecaster. Um, I'm a big fan of it. It has Jazzmaster pickups, which is kind of cool. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I'll show that to the camera. Yeah. I mean, look at that. That's pretty neat, isn't it? Yeah. I think it is. Cheap sure. guitar too. Um, great Squire. Um, so yeah, I feed that into the pedal board over here, which is where the magic happens. Oh man, it's heavy. I built this myself. Can the camera see it? I hope so. Yeah. It's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, so let's see, where does it start? I mean, going through the tuner, compressor, octaver, couple overdrives, chorus, acoustic simulator, uh, goes into the amp, back out, um, into a delay, couple reverbs. And then a looper. Nice. Nice. So, you uh, take that with you on every show. Yeah. 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 It's a it's a hassle to carry. <laughs> I can imagine. Dude, I, uh, I was taking a hike last night up to Prest because I couldn't find good parking downtown. Yeah. Gosh, my arm was so sore carrying this thing at the end. It was like... Well, I can imagine. It's hard to hold my guitar. <laughs> I can definitely imagine. But yeah, then we feed into this little Joyo amp head, which... Another great piece of cheap equipment. I don't know if you can see it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of plugged in, so it's hard to pull over but oh yeah into the laney cab which is um really big for a really small <laughs> amp head hefty yeah yeah so little yeah, bit that's, of, that's little how bit we make the noises the sounds a little bit of traveling with all that when you when you like you said like last night you couldn't find a parking spot so that was uh well i found know. out afterwards after i hauled my gear in yeah. that i could park in the alleyway oh, and just course. go right there but <laughs> I didn't realize that at first, so... Well, I'm sure yeah. loading up made life easier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just pulled right in the alleyway and... For up. sure. Well, since you showed us all that, you mind playing us a little bit? Yeah. Show us, show us a little yeah. bit what you got. So, this song is called The Trips Will Never Take. By Always Out of It. Dang, that's a bummer. Walk into a 
defeated, but you're still on the couch. I've got a head of staples, no, this won't work out. Cause we'll never make it to Albuquerque, Sunset Moonrise. If you ever knew, you could make it out alive, but you that song off of uh your newest album coming out or yeah yeah that'll be on the new album yeah um right now i only have two songs on online yeah um they're both more acoustic songs yeah well there you go yeah i knew you'd been working on one for a minute i didn't know how in depth you'd got yeah 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 so you got quite a bit. You said you got 11 of them so far going on. That's I, th- I think it's 11. That's, I want to say it's 11. That's pretty good size to come out. Is that going to be your first album? Um, Yeah, first full-length album. I had a five-song EP with my old band. Yeah. Um, So I guess that would kind of be my first. But um, yeah, this would be my first like LP length or however you want to say the it. The first thing of it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, So one question I always ask for everybody. Um, you Give us a funny story from your childhood, something growing up. Oh gosh! Um, Let the people know that you know <laughs> you you are a real person. You know, yeah. Oh, you want to hear like some real weird conspiracy theory stories? Absolutely. We like that kind of stuff. All right, we'll go like mid level. We won't go all the way to where people think I'm like Next. absolutely crazy. Yeah. Well, there was this one time. This isn't really funny actually. It's just kind of kind of cool. There you go. Um, 
I was uh totally saw a UFO, we'll preface mm-hmm. it. Um so I was like biking home from from work one day back in Las Vegas, back home. Um and I worked at a subway and at the time I had like it took me about an hour and fifteen to bike home. For it was a thirteen ride. mile ride. Wow. Um yeah. so I was staying with a friend at the time and I saw this like bright light out in the sky mm-hmm. while I was biking and you know I'm seeing it as I'm going in between buildings you know so I don't see it like continuously but it's just chilling there and I'm like god it's like the brightest star I've ever seen in my life and so I keep going and uh I start to get out into this desert area and it's I'm looking at it, I'm like now now there's no buildings obstructing it and I'm like that's that's really weird looking yeah um and so I uh, I kept looking at it, and I've been biking for about 45 minutes just looking at it, and I'm like, okay, so it's too low in the sky to be a star, yeah. um, and then I'm looking at it compared to the mountains, and I'm like, it's too high to be a radio tower or something like that, and I'm like, but it's just chilling there. It's not moving, so I'm like, it's too high up to be a helicopter. It could be a plane, but again, it's not moving. I'm yeah. like, what in the world is this? So after about 45 minutes, like, what in the world is this star? Shoop! across the entire horizon probably in about 15 seconds just gone gone. yeah Yeah, and and i ended up like looking it up afterwards (laughs) and like i mean it had to go over two three hundred miles in like 15 seconds well it's it's like who knows (laughs) in area 51's out that way yeah so yeah yeah. so yeah Yeah. that makes sense i uh i watched some some crazy alien conspiracy shows and they did say that like a lot of sightings actually are out on this like peninsula or something california and the direction I was looking was actually, you know, that way. the direction yeah. towards that way. So who knows? Well, I'm I'm a big conspiracy theorist myself. I believe in Bigfoot. Well, let's go, so, Joe Rogan, right yeah, now. Yeah, might as well. Might as well. That's the second time in two weeks Rogan's been brought up. Yeah, yeah. but no, honestly, I'm a, uh, you know, I believe in Bigfoot. I swear to all everything holy that I saw Bigfoot when I was 14 years old while, okay. while I was bow hunting. Okay. You know, so I mean, I'm bow hunting. Uh, in an area where there's a train that comes down and it hits a creek bottom, comes up, flat ground, off to my left or off to the one, this way, this way is all woods, this way is an open field. And uh, I saw something come down the hillside, but it was black, came down, came up the, came up through the creek line and stood, I don't know, 80 yards or so in front of me and kind of looked at me at a corner of its eye and went, huh, like that and took off through the woods or took off through the field area. And I looked over at my buddy, and I was like, did you see that? And he goes, yeah, you're not packed up yet to ready to go? <laughs> you know? And so, you know, I swear I saw it, and everybody's like, oh, no, you saw you saw a bear. No, man, a bear doesn't work. walk on two legs. Yeah. You know? Not not like that, you know? I mean, you see a, a bear stand up on two legs, sure, but not, not what it was doing there. They're like, well, it had to be an escaped monkey from something. I'm like... Not like that it wasn't, I'm telling you, you know. So, yeah, I believe wholeheartedly. My wife's a big believer in UFOs, too. So, yeah. They're out there, man. I agree. I don't know if you saw the the government came out with the Pentagon and everything and confirmed that those Navy videos were Mm -hmm. U.S. videos, but... Then they came out and said, there's no unidentified flying out. Did you see those Navy videos? I think so, yeah. Where uh, it literally looked the same as the thing I saw. Yeah. And, um... Yeah. And, and yeah, they came out and said, yes, these are Navy videos. And then they're like, but there's no an, an identified flying object no. in this. So no, either they're all. trying to cover it up or they know what it is and it's, you know, a government. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's comforting if our government is the one who has that technology. 
Well, Maybe we aren't yeah. as behind as everyone says. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> if they do know what that is. That is a good thing for sure. <laughs> so uh, to get back here with with your music and stuff, uh, how long have you been playing music? Um, So I picked up guitar like my summer of my second, after my second year of college. Yeah. Um. So I've been playing guitar for probably about four years now. Yeah. I think I started when I was like 20, I want to yeah. say. Um. So really not that long, honestly. Doing better than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I picked up guitar and then I kind of started playing a little bit of keyboard recently, but I don't have any idea how to play. I just like can play little notes to add to my songs. Push the buttons and go with yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Um, I have a little trick where if you put colored tape on the right mm -hmm. notes, then you can just follow the tape and uh, you just have to play in time and it sounds good Makes no sense. matter what you play oh that's perfect <laughs> yeah. hey whatever works i'm telling <laughs> but you but it means that you have absolutely no idea how to play keyboard well you know so. <laughs> there's, there's ways to cheat though and yeah. it'll work it'll work yeah but i mean i've been writing songs i probably started writing lyrics back in like high school nice um so i mean you could say i've been writing songs longer but yeah well that that's cool though at least you've been doing something you know like you know like that yeah for a while yeah you got any what's your plans for the future uh, I win a couple good. Grammys, yeah. uh, tour the yeah. world. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, Heisman Trophy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm also going to go back to college yeah. and, and join the football team. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, you know, I'm planning on an album early next year. Um, I'm working on that. I'm recording it at home. So um, mixing it myself and everything. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, I mean, past that, probably just playing whatever shows I can. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be really cool to get the opportunity to tour one day, but um, yeah. you know, who knows with work and life and everything, yeah, that's a difficult thing to do. It is, and um, I, I face that a lot with me. As, as y'all know, I own a record label. Yeah. And so um, I face that a lot with uh, musicians that I have. You know, they're like, I want a tour. Okay, but do you realize whenever you say you want a tour that that means there goes your job? Yeah. There goes, you know, anything else that you've got scheduled. You can't say, oh, I'm sorry, I got a doctor's appointment. I've now got to come off tour and go home to this doctor's appointment and stuff like that. Or I uh, I got to go to a birthday party or something. No, 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 no. That's not what that means. And you could do a mini tour. You could probably, you yeah. could probably get you a mini tour going. And those are always fun. And, you know, I'll be more than happy to help you through anything that you cool. need with that, you know, whenever that comes around. But, yeah, those are... But tours are the ones that scare people. I mean, yeah. that's a whole new ball game there. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like in the process of looking for a new job. And yeah. I've kind of tossed around the idea in my head of like maybe, you know, if I was able to have like, you know, two or three weeks in between starting a new job and leaving my current job, mm -hmm. whenever that does end up happening, um, you know, maybe I could go on like a week or two long tour would be kind yeah. of cool because well, i mean all my mini. gear fits in my car yeah there you <laughs> go a little mini tour of some yeah. sort and if you stick with something to begin with uh you know say just a mini tour in missouri yeah or something in or or missouri and a couple surrounding states yeah maybe like illinois yeah. kansas something something simple like that and go with there and that that's that's doable you know yeah. you can do that but I mean, the, yeah. the farthest out I've played so far is St. Louis. Oh, yeah. So I do want to go a little farther than that. Yeah. Um, I would really like to play back in back in my hometown of Vegas, but... It's a road trip. <laughs> yeah, it's a road trip. You know, that's a flight, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you... And the gear's not making it. <laughs> if, if, if you drive it, you know, you could always... Uh, you could get you a couple of shows in Kansas. Come yeah, that's true. Come on Colorado and work your way out well, through there. 
you know. And, That's an idea. And on the way back, hope that you can do the same, you know, have it already pegged. Yeah. And the best thing is, if you can find, if, if you don't have a show planned, and I, this is the way I, what I tell everybody all the time, if you don't have a show planned and you're coming back, you stop in a town. You go into a little venue or go to, go to a bar or anything and say, hey, I'm passing through town uh, on my way back, you know, home or whatnot like that. Uh, any way I could perform here tonight and, uh, you know, I'll play for tips. Yeah. And if you play for tips, that's gas money. Yeah, I mean, it's you better know? than nothing. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Play for tips and a drink, you know, yeah. or something, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my last couple shows, you know, were not high paying, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, and around here, it's real hard to find a high paying yeah. shows. Um, Columbia, I've noticed, is a niche market. Um, you've got, it, It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, I've lived here since uh, 98, since, you know, I mean, it's, it's been a long time, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm an old guy, and <laughs> I've been here for a while, and, uh, yeah, it, it, it's not really changed much in the music scene. Yeah. It really hasn't. It used to be a little more happening downtown, and I've noticed over the years it's kind of slowly died down downtown. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is. I don't know what's going on there, but, yeah, I guess we'll see. It's getting overrun by Mizzou. <laughs> <laughs> Something fierce, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so with, with uh, the Big C happening, do you expect anything to really kick up here in 2022? Um, I mean, you know, I, I think as as long as we don't get another wave, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, we never it's know. hard to say. Um, you know, hopefully I, I can... Sorry, I mean, really, ideally, I'd want to be able to play, like, shows every week or, you yeah. know, something like that. Oh, yeah, by far. Um, yeah. And that might be more possible in the future as yeah. things you know die down a little bit um but i mean everything's so up in the air right now it is it is really hard to say what i expect from 2022 um well if you playing at <laughs> place last night and playing at a couple spots here recently are you seeing uh are people worried still um i mean not really the people that i'm seeing out at these shows um yeah. but i mean that doesn't mean that there's not people at home that are you know oh yeah oh yeah um, by far I guess the show was out last night. You didn't really see any masks. Yeah, most of them probably vaccinated. I mean, yeah. for the most part. For yeah. The most part. Um, I mean, I hope so. Um, you've seen you've seen the numbers for Boone County for where we're at here, and it's showing like almost sixty percent people. Yeah, are, we're doing okay. That's um, pretty good. Yeah. That's that's pretty good numbers for this for what Boone County's got. Uh, what they say, two hundred eighty thousand people. Oh, in, I don't in Boone know. County, I mean alone, so yeah. that's that's pretty good. It's pretty decent for sure. So you said most of last night, not, nothing really, nobody acting scared at all. No, so not really. Good. No, I mean we were, I mean we weren't <clears throat> packed in, but I mean yeah. you know it was it felt normal. That's good. Um, that's nice. what we want to hear. That's yeah, what we want to yeah. Hear. And we noticed that this year with the cabana, um, you know, we started it up out of the blue, you know, yeah. in, in May. And it, it took a minute, it was the trickle effect. It took a minute for people to start realizing that we were there. And we noticed that, you know, they they didn't really, uh, we didn't get a whole lot of people at first, but then as it as it came on, you know, as the season progressed, it, it got more and more and more. And people would come out and if they had a mask on, great, by all means. I mean, we're in the open air. We're completely open air in the county, away from city regulations, which was great. Yeah. You know, to begin with, but we're open air and stuff. And I put a statement up on our Facebook page uh, a couple of days ago, and uh, you know about about the mask because I kept getting asked about it, about the masks and about the vaccine card and everything like that. And I'm like, look, you do you. 
<laughs> you know, and that's always my one of my mottos. If you feel like you want to come masked, by all means come masked. If you feel like you need to get vaccinated to benefit for your health, by all means you do you, but we're not going to require the cards, and, and, yeah. you know, or anything like that. We're going to give people the choices. Yeah. You know, and I think that's... There's a couple of venues in town here that I've noticed that haven't gave the choices, and I think that's going to hurt them in the long run. It might, yeah. I mean, I just hope everyone's out there being safe. Exactly. That's what's most important. I agree with you. Yeah, so. 100% there. So if you don't mind, yeah, you play us one more? Yeah, definitely. All right. All right so this next song is called Sleepy Eyes. It was a song I wrote quite a while ago. Not really quite a while ago, but kind of more earlier on in my solo writing career. Probably my fourth song I wrote, I think, so...
you go. I haven't got the chance to ask yet. Uh -huh. Where did Mr. Sticky come from? Oh, the, the nickname Sticky. So as you all know, everybody out there, in the first episode, I said that we're going to be doing a contest. Every time everybody asks me this, I'm going to give a, a story. And uh, you may or may not get the real story. Um, but whoever can tell me the real story will get a bottle of my own Sticky Shine. So the, uh, <laughs> the nickname Sticky. So I've had that nickname for years. Um, back when me and my sister were little, little ones, I was probably, I don't know, seven, eight years old. My sister is four years younger than me, so she's four. Um, we got into, my parents were outside doing something, and back then, of course, you could leave the kids in the house, you know, nobody gave, nobody gave a crap about the kids back then, you know, <laughs> and, and, uh, we were in the house, and me and my sister got into, you know, the food fight wars, and, uh, got into using syrup with each other and i coded i got myself coated in syrup oh nice that's yeah. fun to clean up uh, well i i don't remember much about that other... i've gotten coated in syrup too but that happens in that room <laughs> that, that, that's in that <laughs> room that's a different ball game <laughs> but yeah so i got coated in syrup and uh i was outside and uh i came or i came outside and everything in the world was sticking to me of course Ugh. you know as you know and my dad started calling me Sticky from there on out. And every day, you know, he'd introduce me to his friends. Oh, that was Sticky, and he'd tell the story. And so everybody just carried it on. And, you know, 40 years later, here it is, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, there's the nickname Sticky. And it's everywhere it's gone. And, and, you know, throughout high school, I had a bit of a different nickname. <laughs> um, that's a different story there completely. But I, I went by Boner in high school. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, all throughout school, um, it was Boner, and then uh, after, when I went in the Army and stuff like that, Sticky somehow found me again, and it was, you know, from there on out, so it's it's been that way for years, but yeah, interesting stories, I know. All right. And it's up to the viewers to figure out, you know, so I'm going to wait till the end of the podcast season to cast my vote. Yeah, cast your vote on that, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's plenty of there for everybody to go through. I, I don't know you. if I believe you on this. I think I saw you look in the direction that the interrogators say means you're lying, you know? Yeah, yeah, the inter yeah, them interrogators. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, um, you know, like I said, we're, we're, we're going to get you, definitely get you out there again, cool. you know, a few times this year. I'd like to get you out at least three times. Okay. And if, if at all possible this year, for sure. So the way I do this at the end here is, uh, you ever seen Sean, uh, was it Sean Evans, uh, Hot Ones? Um, is that the Hot Wing? Yeah, the Hot one? Wing thing. I haven't really seen it, but I've heard of it. You've heard of it. So at the end of it, whenever he speaks to uh, the audience and he, and he says, you know, how he gets everybody's attention on there. He goes, so we've got this camera, this camera, and this camera. You tell the world, you know, how to get a hold of you and everything like that. All right. We'll start off. We got Facebook, always out of it, Columbia, Missouri. You'll find me on there. Uh, Instagram is always out of it music, I think. I hope so. <laughs> um, my music's on Spotify. I have two songs on there. Um, I didn't play those today. They're called Days After Infinity and Part of Me. Um, but they're on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Title, um, actually, I don't know if you know this. Title is Jay Z's streaming service. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, my good friend Jay Z called me up one day and said, "Hey Nick, <laughs> I have this new streaming service called Title." And I said, "Yeah, Jay Z, that sounds cool." He says, "Nick, I need you to stream on it." And I said, "My good friend Jay Z, anything for you." Yeah, we're gonna have and you so start Title. We're gonna have you start telling the sticky story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's entirely yeah. true. Jay Z, I'll uh, catch you next Tuesday at that bar mitzvah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but sure. um, yeah, catch me on Spotify anywhere, basically. YouTube music, um, it's all on there. So I'd love to see some new follows and you know, a new, few new streams. And uh, you know, stay posted for that album next year. Yeah. But folks, we appreciate everything. Uh, we look forward to uh, next week. Or actually, we're going to be taking a couple weeks off. We've got Christmas and New Year's coming up. We're going to take a couple weeks off. And uh, back with uh, the next episode is going to be with the Bomb. Uh, they're called the Band of Misfit Boys, and it's a it's a band. So we'll see y'all then. <laughs>